Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. It is the 20th of September, 2018, and uh, folks out there in uh, radio or podcast land, you were warned. Now it's happened, it's cold, <laughs> and you can't go outside and enjoy the heat anymore because it's just not there. So if you didn't go and enjoy the heat over the last three months, you suck, you lose, it's, it's too bad. Um, and if you did, well, it sucks. You lose. It's not there anymore. <laughs> um, wow. So tell me, Dave, did uh, did any of your sites happen to go mobile this week <laughs> by chance? Yeah. You know what? This is one of those cases where I was so happy that I, for many, not all, but for many, I have different email accounts four different clients so no one of them got well actually only one of them I have, I have one account like my central one account to rule them all they just got brutalized by them but yes I'm sure all of our listeners because most of them if not all of them should have search console set up in one way or another on one site or another I suspect that they got one or two or ten or fifteen hundred notifications as well how about you Jim uh Dozens of notifications <laughs> at every site. I mean, and some sites that I thought were already in the mobile index. <laughs> oh, again? Well, I guess that's good. <laughs> um, yeah, so Google, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, they're, they're, I think they're, uh, they're, uh, they, they, they wore out their MailChimp account this week. Um, <laughs> Google might have been put on the spam spam file over, over there at MailChimp because they sent out... Um, I don't know. Um, is there is there a world record for the amount, for the number of emails sent at any one given time? You know what? I'm betting they've crossed it, and I bet ironically they sent out a but a Google. Of, yeah, uh, indeed, about a Google for, a Google <laughs> full of uh, email messages. And if there was a world record for useless messages sent out, useless and unsolicited messages sent out, I think Google might have hit it this week. Because yes. every webmaster on earth got a got an email saying that their sites have been turned to the mobile index. Um, so, if you felt got one and you felt really special about it, you are special, but not for that reason. <laughs> well, I know I, I like the whole. I was just looking at my uh, my list and like the one account that got brutalized. That Alan Blywide that posted a picture of his, and they were even worse. Um, and I, I was looking. I was like, you know, it might have been easier if you saw a bunch of them to just send me one email and go the rest. The rest of them have been moved to the you know, <laughs> mobile first indexing enabled for the rest of them um, because it, it pretty much was the rest. I'll be honest, I, I was pretty stoked. There was one that I got, and I was like, "Oh, hallelujah!" Um, and and I'm wondering how many other uh, relieved human beings are out there um, because we have a, a client with an AJAX website. Like the the entire thing is built in JavaScript. Um, and so, based on some of John's comments, I think we talked about it last week or, or the week before going, if you have a lot of JavaScript, and he was referring, I think, more to, to 
Flash and JavaScript combinations. It was it was a gaming site he was talking about specifically. We're going basically if you have a lot and we can't tell, we may not move it to the mobile first index. Well, of course, when I'm dealing, and he didn't answer my question on Twitter, going, yeah, how about <laughs> if your whole site is driven through this? Uh, and I was relieved, and I assume a lot of people, that doesn't seem to be causing a problem. Um, the site moved over just fine in all of its permutations, which is probably one of the problems we all have. We've submitted HTTP, HTTPS, www, non-www. So every site that I have has four, basically, <laughs> versions of the same thing. Um, but, yeah, I, I was relieved to see that one go across, and, and I assume that a lot of other um, webmasters um, or SEOs who are dealing with um, JavaScript websites were also going, okay, now at least we, we know that this wasn't what John was talking about. Well, yeah, indeed. And again, um, as long as it can be uh, 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 rendered and come up you know, fairly quickly and Google can get into where it has to get into, and according to Google, it can render through Ajax. This is what I don't understand. They, um, if you use these like technologies that exist for several good reasons... Um, we won't be able to fully access your website, but don't worry about it. We can fully access anybody's website. I, I never understood. Like, there's two contradictory messages. Again, yeah. it comes down to a resource issue. So they're not telling the truth entirely. They can do it, but you know, uh, you might make them expend more resources, and that that ticks them off. They are in the case. Of a JavaScript site, I'm just going to call Space Bait, and it's, it's I'm going to throw John Mueller under the bus here because he stood up there so many times on stages. I know I've seen them. I watched dozens of videos of him talking about JavaScript while our client's site was being developed because this isn't my area of expertise, right? Like I'm not a developer like this. I don't really understand what's going on behind the hood um, of this site. Fortunately, I'm very capable of developers and we can communicate well together, but I don't, I don't understand things at that level. Um, watching John Mueller's like, we've got, basically we've got this. I'm simplifying, but we, we've got this. Okay. So we, we tested this site out in, in various forms. No, they don't got this. They don't got this in any way, shape or form. They don't understand how to get to internal content on the site. And we, we tried it in different ways. Um, and I'm sure there's some ways they've got this, but not in, in our iteration. That's for darn sure. And it was fairly straightforward. And with some very capable developers, they weren't able to get through internal pages. Even once we put up, um, you know, we decided, okay, we're going to use Phantom JS and just pre-render these pages. Okay, so we, we did that. Even once we'd done that, analytics wasn't working. I ended up having to install some, you know, sort of secondary scripts in through Google Tag Manager to make... Um, you know, to make analytics fire on these JavaScript pages. They, anyway, short answer, Google doesn't got it at all. So I liked seeing his article, well, not his article, his statement uh, just from a couple days ago. Uh, don't build sites you need to test. Just keep it yeah, you know the, the, the comment I'm, yeah, I'm referring well, to I'm, here. Like, keep it simple. <laughs> well, actually, that's the next story I wanted to get to. Um and I, and I, th I think I think you just gave you like a like a, like a perfect example here. Um, Google saying one thing, your experience is a to is is something completely different. We have clients who are paying us to get results, um, and if we ask, you know, we, we, if we if we ask Google nicely to please give us a very lengthy and detailed explanation of why X, Y, or Z works, they don't. Um, so. <laughs> 
what do you mean don't build sites to test how are we supposed to figure stuff out <laughs> well, well that's very true i mean that's that's a hundred percent right um and i mean he's 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 right like this is one of these basically i i think what he's trying to get as if there's a technology that is known and you can accomplish what you need to do in this known good technology don't do something different right okay fair enough you know what if you've got like just i know this works every single time i you know and and i can build it that way this time yeah i don't monkey about with something else um you know just just to tootle around with it at the same time um you know this is this is the same person that was saying and it was in an interview like and i'm going back to the you know circling back to the same story but about I don't know, it was like probably 12 18 months ago I'm trying to guesstimate from from when I was watching all these videos um, what was basically going SEOs you got to get it together here you got to start learning how to communicate with the JavaScript developers because this is the future and we did testing and it failed right so don't tell me on one hand you're saying I need to communicate with with JavaScript developers this is the future of, of the web and then when I test it it fails so don't now tell me that i should only be using known good where in the past you told me i should be using new ones and i get it and he's right because there's a lot of advantages and now that we got them worked out the site is freaking awesome but we needed to use a technology we needed to test and it failed and we had to do a lot of troubleshooting <laughs> to make this thing work including pre-rendering which is basically the the, the cheat of the whole thing Right, like, okay, we're just going to create flat files for the thing, um, you know, and then we're just going to show those to Google. It's the exact same content. It's not cloaking or anything, but we're actually having to, to pre-render these pages just to give them to Google so that Google can understand what's on these pages. So we're not actually even showing Google, um, you know, the, the advanced technology the because they can't yeah. see it. Well, um, that's, an, that's an interesting workaround, eh? Um, one that I think Google would have said don't use a couple of years ago. And 100% rightfully so. Like, it's a technology that can be absolutely abused, right? Like, I mean, we, okay, maybe not you, but I got my start in affiliate marketing. I'm not going to pretend I've never cloaked, right? <laughs> I have. I totally have. I haven't in, like, I, I wouldn't even know where to start anymore other than using a technique like this, which I can see how it's, how it's used. But, yeah, rightfully so, Google would say don't. But I think we're, we're clearly following their you know the the reason they're saying that we're showing the same thing to the visitor as to google but we are creating a, a different format of it um for them because they can't see the one we're showing to the user even though they told us they could so you know you, you got to do what you got to do absolutely. <laughs> absolutely again absolutely and um i think it's, i think i think it's, it's a testament to how um google actually has really improved the uh the product, the product it has, um, you know, its search product. In that, a couple of years ago, maybe a couple of years, maybe even five or six years ago, that would have been a borderline spammy technique. But mm -hmm. now Google can tell that it's, it's essentially the same content, um, and you know that you're not actually trying to deceive it. So I, 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 that's actually kind of cool. Um, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. You're, you're right, and I, I don't give them credit on that one. I have bought that credit about them and gone, yeah, and I felt confident going in, and I was like, okay, if they did do something, you know, and I did warn my client, if something goes wrong, I know how to deal with this. Um, you know, but this is our only option here because you've just spent 
I won't even say the number, but an ungodly amount on this website. <laughs> so here we are. Um, you know, I would have preferred as trusted technology that I already knew, but that decision was out of my hands, came to it. And Google has been really, 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 um, really good on that one. And they, they haven't caught anything. They haven't triggered any false positives. Um, and I do know that they must have different bots going through there. So they've got to know um, that these things are different, but um, you know, in, in some capacity, because without the pre-rendering, it's just seeing the homepage. It's seeing it on a bunch of URLs, but it's just seeing the homepage content. It's just seeing that primary content. So, um, you know, I couldn't figure it out. None of the developers who are highly capable could figure it out. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that and go, thankfully there was a fairly simple workaround and, uh, and we got it working, but back to, to what we were chatting about here is you can't really say just use trusted and then tell us to use something that is new. And, and, and then when that fails need workarounds for, it's absolutely fine to do that, but don't then come out and say, Hey, don't do it. Cause we could have done this in WordPress. It just wouldn't have been as fast. Right. And that's at the end of the day, what it, what we were fighting for was just to make this site as fast as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, there was a story I saw on your. Uh, I, I think it was. I think it was actually up, uh, on uh, on your Facebook feed today, Dave. Um, and I can't find it now. And it's it's actually it was a kind of exciting story. In a couple of weeks, uh, Google is going to release a new version of its uh, Google Home product, its uh, personal personal uh, assistant product. Except this version is going to have a screen attached to it. Yes. Was yes. that? A, did I see that on your page? Um, I had commented on it. It was on Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Forrester's. Dwayne Forrester's. Okay. Um, That's kind of cool, eh? That is kind of cool. And uh, yeah, my initial comment, and it was funny. And I thought this on a few technologies, and I, as I commented on his post, I'm like, it's funny when you see something revealed that hasn't even like it, they're revealing that they're going to reveal something that's all we know right now um, and I was like okay this is kind of funny when I'm reading a thing about hey we're going to reveal this thing and all I can think is I know that me and so many of my friends are going to own this thing I don't know what the specs are I haven't seen it yet <laughs> but I know that a bunch of us are going to buy whatever it is that Google actually puts out they're like just Sight unseen, they could go. Hey, it's going to be one hundred and twenty dollars. Here's your payment link, and I would, I would just buy it because I know I'm going to own one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's kind of funny when you see those products. I mean, we all need them for testing. I do think it's great. Um, I, I think it's the thing that's missing. I have both, you know, devices sitting on my, um, you know, my desk. I'll be adding. Well, replace one of them. Um, you know, I'll obviously put them on the display there. Um, but it is the thing that's missing in certain environments. There are times where I'll actually have to get my phone to have a display even when I'm using my Google Home. Um, you know, just because I use it a lot for testing and stuff. And it's like, okay, yeah, this is a part that's missing about this. There are times I need um, that, that visual interface. I hit one just this morning while I was running some tests with my Google Home um, just for an article that I'm writing um, and realized it, it the answer it was giving, I had to say no to. Did it give you the right answer? No, it didn't. Um, and then it was like, okay, well, you're going to have to run a search for your phone and then select the result and send it here. Well, that's just silly, right? Like, I, I shouldn't have to go get my phone and send the right selection back to my Google Home with this display. That'll be, um, that'll be gotten around. And I think that's going to be a 
big bridge crossing uh, for well, Google on this one. Does does this does uh, Google issuing it a home device? Um, I, I mean, I, a couple a couple things I'm curious. Um, does it indicate that they're not ready to give up on ten blue links yet, or X number of blue links at search results? And um, if they're not, um, will this will this will this push um, Apple or Amazon to introduce uh, screens with their with their home devices? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for to, I mean, just just opinion, right? Because that's all that's all we're really chatting about here. I don't know if it's them giving up so much on on you know ten blue links. I mean, you know, they're they're morphing all the time, and, and we'll see where they end up going in, in some capacity. I think we'll end up with like three blue links at some point, and a big whack <laughs> of other stuff. But um, you know, I, I think we do need. There's a lot of times we need a visual element. For, for our decisions, right? The, this morning, it would have been handy to be able to scroll and pick a, a new thing, right? That, that would have been handy to have had a little display where I could just click on a result. So yeah, to your 10 blue links, yes. Um, you know, that would have been helpful. Um, it may not be in the form of 10 blue links. It might be, okay, they just give me, you know, a tag cloud with, you know, eight different things on it. And I pick the one that's most related to kind of the direction I want to go, right? Like mm-hmm. if I'm searching for music, do I want to listen to it or I want, do I want the artist's history, right? You know, that sort of thing and just pick a thing and then it can, it can start to make decisions on it. You know, there's also times where, you know, we're, do I think it's a coincidence that they're launching it right when we're heading into the holiday season? I mean, they're going to want people to buy it for sure as a gift, but I have a feeling you're going to want to see what people are actually doing with that display during holidays, right? And everybody who gets one, early adopters, you, me, you know, probably a lot of people listening right now, it will be one of the things that we do. What does shopping stuff look like? What do ads look like? What do, right? Like what, what does my experience, um, exposure. What, what, do, what can my clients gain or my sites gain, um, you know, in, in this window? Um, and I think that's going to be a big thing I'll be playing with right out of the gate is, all right, are they ads? How do my ads fit? What kind of format would I put my ad in, even if we don't have it available yet? <laughs> that's what's going to be there. Um, but yeah, having that, that visual display to confirm, um, you know, there's an interesting, I was looking and, you know, I've got a cat. Right? And there's this little little ball that comes in a little track. I don't know if you have one for your cat. Um, and it, it lights up, and the cat bats around this, this track. Well, it doesn't have a replaceable battery. Um, you know, so I was looking up, okay, what do these replacement balls look like? But anyway, there's a bunch of different kinds. I couldn't possibly order one if I couldn't see it. It's one of those products. I can't order it unless I can see it. Um, because I need to confirm that, oh yes, that's the right one. It's the right color that I want. It's, you know, it's, it's the right size because there's a few different sizes for this thing. Cause there's a few different track to, you know, all that sort of stuff. I, but I needed to order one. Um, and so I have to do that sort of thing on either my desktop or my mobile. I couldn't do it for my Google home, even though my Google home sitting right on my desk. Now, of course, so is my desktop and my computer, right? So I'm, I'm fine there, but it's something I couldn't possibly do because I need that visual Give me that visual. I don't need a big, you know, watch a movie kind of display. I just need to see what size it is and what color it is and get a confirmation that, yes, that's the right one. That's not like a knockoff brand or something like that. So, yeah, I I think it was a big move. It's going to be, I think, it would be their real launch into e-commerce working um, and, and allowing the user to refine what they do. So I, I think the adoption rate is going to be a lot higher now oh, um, with this display. If, if, if I were you, I'd be a little concerned. Does, um, 
Does your Google Home unit know you're going to replace it? Watch your, <laughs> watch your back, brother. I'm telling you, those, those, those units are psycho. Like psycho. You, you, you know what's funny? I will actually be keeping it. I will just be putting it on a different floor uh, because they actually operate as intercoms as well. Uh, you better give it a good view. <laughs> okay, we got to take a break. We've actually got a little bit over time here, so uh, this is our time to go to some commercial messages. So, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedrick from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Web College on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 20th of September, 2018, and we're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact B-R-A-S-C-O at WMR.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. It's time once again to get ready for the 35th Annual Miami Book Fair, November 11th through the 18th. Learn more at miamibookfair.com. Over 500 authors will be coming in from all over the world to read their books, answer questions from the audience, and sign autographs. Award-winning luminaries come to attend this year include novelists like Elliot Ackerman, Robert Olin Butler, Ingrid Rojas Contreras, and Deborah Dean. Nonfiction writers like Dr. Mark Agronin, Mohammed Al-Samwawi, Andrea Barnett, and Tina Brown. Celebrities like Justine Bateman, Steve Kornacki, Bill Press. These are just a few of the confirmed 500 authors scheduled to appear at the 2018 Miami Book Fair, November 11th to the 18th. Check out the full schedule of events right now at MiamiBookFair.com. That's MiamiBookFair.com. Start your search engine and put your servers into overdrive. It's WebmasterRadio.fm steering you into the winner's circle. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 20th of September, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Ways Media and Dave Davies from B-Science Internet Marketing. And uh, Dave, I know I'm getting up there in years and my uh, math skills aren't what they used to be, but... And my, you know, you know, my memory is, is, is slipping too. But if I remember correctly, Google, you said that they would sometimes, they often make over 100 changes a day in the search algorithm. Is, is, do you remember them saying that? Yes. Yes, okay, I do. Okay, so 
so so I'm not, you know, sometimes given the lifestyle I've led, um, I get these thoughts in my head, you see, and it's like they really happened, but sometimes they didn't, right? But this time it's confirmed this really happened. Google did in fact say that they make hundreds of changes a day to their, to their, to their, to their algorithms. Now, uh, I guess just to, to clarify, because I, I know that, I know the quote you're talking about, and yes, that's, that's 100% right. Um, but what they had said was they make uh, about 100 changes a day. Um, now, this would include, like, that time when they moved the letter G over a pixel in their logo, right? Like mm-hmm. they were including every change that they make little layout changes and stuff. Okay. But just for but, clarification to our audience that it's not just big algorithmic changes, but a lot of them are, there's like more than there's a lot of those as well. So when they were talking to two SEOs and they were trying to dissuade SEOs from like chasing down the algorithm and trying to figure out how, how things work. They're like, look, we make hundreds of changes a day. Don't sweat it. We got it. We got it. Right. Yeah. When they're talking to the news media or when they're worried about like Congress coming after them or maybe, you know, the president and his weird fever parent paranoid tweets mm-hmm. coming after them, that number decreases substantially. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong. There's approximately 365 and one quarter days in a year, right? Mm-hmm. And if you take... 2,453 and divide it by, oh, well, just to make things even, 365, you get um, something like 8.3 rather than hundreds. It's the way it works. It's not my fault. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it might be a crappy calculator, but it still comes up with that number. <laughs> now, that leads me to believe that in any given day, um, Google might make less than 10 changes to the algorithm. Now, I know this doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it totally, completely, abso- absolutely doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I just, you know, a little bit of cool clarity, um, maybe not pulling stuff out of their asses when telling us stuff would, you know, be cool, be nice, <laughs> um, more credible. Am I yeah. making a big deal out of something that shouldn't be made? Like, there's no big deal whatsoever to be made here, or um, you know, am I am I right to be just mildly offended at the um, obvious suggested that someone's not telling the truth? Um, yeah, I I, I got to <laughs> I'll give you both the 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 sort of position that you're taking as absolutely right, and the reason I say that is. I get that they need to be far more accurate in what they're saying when they're telling us stuff like that. Far the more other time, like, I, like I could see them going, the oh, no, I just could see them going, we do 100, right? Like, we, we, we exaggerate with terminology. Now, they should have, if had they used the word dozens, um, you know, then I'd be a little more, you know, oh, okay, that was just like a sort of a slip of the tongue. You know, obviously you've done like over the last couple of weeks, you've been like launching crap and, and that's in your brain, right? So, where it would make more sense. You're right. It's 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 an overstatement by far. Um, and but and yeah. Again, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't mean a damn thing. It's completely meaningless to be to be keyed over something like this. But when you hear them say, uh, when you when Google when I, I, for twenty years I've heard, I've, heard, I've I've reported Google saying the sky is purple, knowing full well that the sky is blue. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I, we tell the audience that, in our opinion, the sky is blue, but Google's telling us it's purple, so we're telling you it's purple since Google says it's purple. But, in fact, it's probably blue. Look at it again. Um, but this is just, you know, this is just egregious. I just like, jump to host of ads. Get your numbers straight. You're, now, what they might have been thinking about, and, and, and one way I do like to think of this as well, and, um, is because they run a lot of, depends how you view things, they run a lot of multivariate tests, right? Like, we, we, we know that, heck, they allow me to do it on my AdWords campaign. Right. So I, I do wonder when they're saying, you know, 2,453, um, you know, are they referring to, okay, those are the individual, uh, you know, sort of changes that we programmed in there now, like I would have, you know, okay, I've only got five titles and two descriptions on this ad. Okay. They might be counting that as seven, but at the same time, if I run that ad in my head, I'm actually counting this as hundreds <laughs> because the, the the number of permutations that that would generate of ads would now balloon out very very rapidly into a test of hundreds of different permutations so i i do wonder if if there's part of that interpretation there where the person saying hundreds was going yeah we're running all these multivariate tests and so yeah we're running hundreds which is kind of misleading but at the same time to simplify and say it's seven is, is misleading on the other side there is no right way to say it and the the fact is you're you know if you're talking to whatever congress um, you know these people aren't going to be able to sit there and listen to you explaining what multivariant testing would be and showing exam right like this is not they're not going to understand what you're talking about anyway so it doesn't actually matter <laughs> if you properly tried to explain okay we don't really have an answer it's either seven or it's 507 right like but here's here's the difference between these two numbers so it depends how you look at it and the number gets closer and closer to seven the more tests we run until we end up with you know the the winner and then there's only seven right and like it's it's finalized on the one that wins so i i think it's it's a little weird on their end um you know, I'll, I'll forgive them depending on the angle they're taking. And it's also reliant on my interpretation of how they're talking about their data being right, which I may be completely out to launch. They, they might be, you know, stuck at seven and they're saying 700. Well, again, like I said, this is this specific issue is completely inconsequential. I don't care how many times Google updates its, uh, <laughs> its index in a, in a year. It doesn't. It's going to do it as many times as it feels necessary, obviously. But where it is important is where um, then and then you just sort of approached it just a few seconds ago talking talking about even the pay-per-click world um, uh, webmasters advertisers businesses they pay Google good money to um, extract a service out of them based on um, very definite parameters yes more or less yeah Mm-hmm. So, how do you feel about Google changing, you know, sort of changing its directive on what something as basic as exact match might mean? Um. Like, what is it? <laughs> like, 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 okay, so now, how do you feel about Google saying, oh, we do hundreds of updates a day? Ha 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 ha. See, that's what gets me pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why no, I, I get it. So, again, like, that's an honest question, by the way. How do you feel about Google's announcement that, like, uh, it's, it's rethinking keyword match types. Well, um, yeah, I, I think I think I'm going to just guess that you can predict this. <laughs> uh, I, I get to read here. Here we go. Uh, exact. I, I'm, I'm going to go with, with definition here. Uh, not approximate in any way. Precise. So it's a, Google 
can't call it exact anymore in, in my opinion they need to if they want to keep pulling this stunt that they're doing um okay just just the language i'm using is telling me we're getting close to end of quarter by the way <laughs> uh, yes we are and then we're heading into that quarter that really matters for them right mm-hmm. like the, the the fourth quarter um you can't call something exact if it's not so if they want to keep doing what they're doing and I don't like what they're doing when, when you need to give me the capability to go specifically this word in, in, or specifically this phrase with the words ordered in this way, singular or plural, my decision, the, the word exact has a very, very specific definition and it means exactly that. It means exact. Oh, it could mean hundreds of things. <laughs> Maybe it just means seven things. Uh, and that's what's driving me nuts is you're taking the power away from me and you're not actually giving me without a lot of work, giving me the capability to undo that. Um, and, and, and as a, as a manager of paid search where I'm trying to customize my ads and ad groups, I don't want to have to be chasing after my, you know, I, I already look at my negatives depending on the campaign, either every day or, or once a week, depending on, you know, where, where it's at and what's going on. Uh, you know, and have to look through all the search queries and filter through, um, you know, to, to make sure we're catching, you know, all the all the sort of false positives. But you start expanding what the word exact means, which again, you can't do that. You need to change what you're calling it if you're going to start buggering about and not treat exact as exact to me. Like they just need to go. It's not exact match anymore. We, we can't call it that because it's not exact. Um, if they're going to keep, you know, doing this, you, you're going to have your broad phrase and. I don't know, whatever you want to call, you know, something kind of close. I don't know, whatever. You, you call it something different, um, but you can't call it exact anymore. And I, I don't like it. I'm having to spend a lot more time reviewing my queries. And it's too new now for me to know specifically what it's, what it's going to do. Um, but I know I'm having to spend a lot more time looking at my search queries to go, what are they viewing? And it may even be that there's keywords that I want in there. And that's fine. Oh, I would have caught yes. them in my enhanced broader. I would have caught them in my phrase yep. um, at some point in there. But I may want them in different ad groups targeted, you know, so that I can target them with specific, you know, ads around them, um, you know, or, or that sort of thing. So it just it drives me nuts. And words have a meaning and they mean a specific thing and, and exact is one of them. So I don't like what they're doing. They need to just add a fourth one in there or, or something, a fourth match type. Well, again, maybe so, but what, what I think Google's got a credibility problem. Cause I can tell you one thing that this is going to do was the one thing that this will accomplish for Google. It will broaden the scope of, um, uh, 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 Keyword, keyword phrases, keyword queries that like ads will be coming up under, even if the purchaser of the ad wasn't looking at that as a, as a keyword query, he or she wanted to come up under, right? Well, so that's it, it. and that's what, I mean, you, money. you, you nailed that word. Money. Um, you said broad, and there's already a way to do that. It's called broad match. <laughs> and, and we can all use it if we want. Um, you know, I, I, well, the people I feel sorry for, like I, I think in, in cases like this, and it's, it's a funny one, I think at end of days, give me a month, two months, I actually suspect that a lot of the campaigns I manage, especially the ones that we have the resources to be watching every day, right? Like to go through those search queries every day and review, those ones I actually, if, if I can predict the future, you know, sort of two, three months from now, I predict we'll actually be doing better than we would have been. I mean, you can't know and just sort of go, here's my starting point. Let's live both lives and see where, where I end up at the end of each one. 
but I will predict because we will be catching queries we might have missed before, right? And new things are going to be cropping up there. And that's fine because I'm in there all the time. <laughs> now, you have your other group of advertisers, some, you know, sort of uh, mom and pop or, or somebody that doesn't even know to go into their search queries report, doesn't know to filter things as negatives, doesn't know how to deal with that, doesn't know how yeah. to organize things into ad groups or you know properly like they're just you can say oh they should be hiring somebody they may not be able to afford to hire somebody you can also argue they can't afford to not that's a good argument but you know here's where well, they I think, are i think they're about and, to find out that they, they really should <laughs> hire somebody well exactly i i think for them they're not for everyone some of them the cpa will go out just because it'll work out well for them because of the nature of, of whatever query sets they're on but there's going to be people where their cost per acquisition uh, gets a lot worse because they get traffic that didn't make sense for them. And those are the people I really feel sorry for. And Google will go, we have machine learning. It'll learn real fast. Real fast isn't long enough or isn't quick enough for some people, right? Like real fast puts people out of business if they're on the cusp and we're heading into the holidays, right? Like real fast may not cut it for some people. And, and I just, I, they're using the word exact. It's not exact anymore. And that's, and I keep coming back to that, but that's what's driving me nuts is you need if you're going to call it exact, you need to give it or just trash the word exact and move on um, and call it something different so that there isn't this illusion that when I have, you know, those little, I don't even know what they're called, the square brackets. I just keep calling them square brackets. Um, you know, when I put those around a term that I'm going to get exactly that term, that's the illusion and you've reinforced it by using the word exact. So you need to do that for me or completely change the name and be outright about it and go, we're not, we're, we're buggering about with things rather than slipping through occasionally. Oh, okay. We're counting singular and plural. All right. We're switching around words. Well, switching around words can sometimes mean a thing, right? <laughs> like switching around, um, you know, words in an order can either mean something or you might want different ads in, in different order, right? Like these things actually matter. Um, and I, I just, anyway, I could rant endlessly about this as, as is probably becoming pretty clear to you. So um, I will end that and just say, just change the name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got to jump topics. We only got a couple of seconds before we got to take a break. And this is something we should have covered last week, but it got away from us, but we, we, we got to mention it. Um, mm -hmm. Gutenberg is coming. Mm -hmm. um, the new editor at uh, WordPress Mm -hmm. um, it's actually uh, Gutenberg is already out if, um, uh, in certain templates, but um, it looks like it's likely to be the you know underlying um, kernel to all templates moving into the future, right? Yeah, uh, I've tootled around with it a little bit on a couple um, sites. I I don't like it. <laughs> um, but I do give it the, um, you know, there's a lot of things I didn't like the first time I got them. And the reason for that, of course, is, uh, I, I didn't know, right? Like I, I didn't like the newest AdWords interface. Then I got used to it. Now I, now I prefer it, um, you know, to, to the old one. So, yeah. You know, sometimes you just need to, you know, I didn't like my sort of ergonomic keyboard the first time I used it. Now I hate flat ones, right? So, you know, I, I do face it. I'll probably get used to it and then I'll like it. Uh, but for right now, I, I don't quite understand why they think it would be superior, um, except that it does seem to be sort of a hybrid between the, the current editor 
um, you know, just sort of like a, a single box on a screen that you can sort of make your, you know, edit your content in and, and edit your HTML, um, you know, and then some sort of more, um, you know, compartmentalized editor. Um, you know, one can add in sections and then control those sections. I think for, for somebody like you or I, um, I don't even know that I spend that much time in the editor in non-source format, right? Like in, in the non-source version. So to me, the Gutenberg format is actually looking like it's going to be more work for me. Um, but I think I, I can think of clients where I'm like, okay, I, you know, maybe once I'm used to it, maybe once, you know, I, I like it, I can group, you know, I can sort of create little, I don't even know what they're called in Gutenberg. So I'm only putts through a little bit, but, um, you know, I can create these little blocks, um, of content and then the client can know specifically which block is containing which grouping of content, maybe make it easier for me to control the sourcing of, of, of different grouping. So I, I can, I'm, I'm hoping that I'll end up liking it in the end. Um, but for right now I'm, I'm not a big fan, but, and you don't have to use it. You'll still be able to use the, the classic editors cause you can still get them. Um, uh, yeah, but, but you'll only be able to get the classic editor as a plugin. It's uh, yeah. after uh, 5.0 comes out, it's going That's to right. be, um, Gutenberg is going to be the, the, the default. Currently, you can mess around with Gutenberg as a plugin, mm -hmm. um, but I'm, I'm guessing sometime towards uh, beginning of November or so, it ain't going to be a plugin anymore. It's going to be reality, and the old editor will be the plugin. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> you know, I all, all love the WordPress. I, I love those guys, but. Um, you know, and then as, as I'm sure to you, like great respect for what they oh, do. The Come on, people, just like January second, right? Like, just, <laughs> just give me till January second to Talks deal with this stuff. Christmas, man. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to be training somebody on a new way to do content. Um, you know, right mid. Now, I, I do imagine it's going to be like sort of a slow roll, but and I will probably just tell clients no i've installed it just the old way just stick to that <laughs> for right now and early january we can we can start talking about we'll all deal um, with it. you know the new yeah the new structures because i i don't want to deal with that right now okay speaking uh, of deal with it we got to deal with a break we're like we're seriously over time um and studio must be ripping ripping his bulbs his hair out um <laughs> so to speak um so on behalf of Dave Davies from uh, Beans Talking Internet Marketing is Jim Edward is always media. You're listening to Web College on Webmaster Radio.fm. It's the twentieth of September, twenty eighteen, and we're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for its 7th Annual International Mobile Web Award Competition. This award program is an opportunity for mobile developers to demonstrate their expertise in this growing medium. It recognizes the individual and team achievements of web professionals all over the world who create and maintain outstanding responsive and mobile websites and mobile applications. Deadline for entry is September 28, 2018. Submit your entry today at www.mobile-webaward.org. That's mobile-webaward.org. Webmasterradio.fm. Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. 
Okay, everyone, welcome back to Webcology or WebmasterRadio.fm. Jim Edgerton, Ninja Always Media, Dave Davis from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. Um, we've only got a few minutes for our last segment. We, we seriously went a little bit over time there on the, on the uh, previous segment. Um, January, San Jose, California. Um, SMX West is coming up, and uh, they're looking for session ideas. Chris Sherman uh, put a notice out in search yesterday. Um, asking people to please send session ideas. So if uh, if you want to be in San Jose at the end of January, and I can think of a lot worse places to be, like uh, where it's cold, um, and you want to speak at SMX, which is uh, a, a, a great conference experience, and you want to speak at... You know, San Jose uh, Convention Center is kind of like the, I don't know, old home to the SEO community. Yeah. So it's a, 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 a great a great facility to speak in. Um, there's a hotel that just loves us next door. Um, <laughs> should they remember? Um, and uh, and they, they're probably just impressed that we do. Um. Indeed. So, if you, if you speak, get get your uh, uh, session ideas in. Uh, closes Monday, October the eighth. Um, they published guidelines for speaking at SMX conferences over at Search Engine Land. Get it in there. Also, PubCon is coming up, eh? Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, you're speaking there, are you not? I am with uh, your friend of mine, Mr. Christopher Jones. And uh, Bill Hunt's going to be the moderator, so it's going to be fun. That's going to be an amazing session. And, in fact, we have... Uh... I heard a rumor uh, around the around the coffee pot that we got Chris Jones coming on the show sometime soon. Yeah, I uh, we're just tentatively. Uh, it's going to be for the fourth. He's just going to get back to me in the next day or two, but it'll be some point in the next couple weeks. Might even be next week if uh, the fourth isn't going to work for him. That would rock. Uh, yeah. And for, for for listeners who've never who've never met met Chris Jones in person or or met him uh, through 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 uh, uh, an interview or. Um, this dude's hilarious. I mean, this guy. This guy is brilliant, uh, funny, and has launched uh, launched more businesses than you'll ever think of. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be really exciting. I'm I'm really really looking forward to uh, looking forward to having him on. Yeah, that's gonna be a great show. Okay, so we got probably one more really big topic um, before we get the the final hook. Where do you want to go? Um. Okay, well, I'm going to do, a, this one's going to take about 30 seconds, um, so I'm just going to ask everybody in uh, in our listening audience over the next uh, six day or two, well, you know what, if you get it in a podcast, do it whenever you want. Um, there's a, a, a gentleman named Ian Lurie. Um, his Twitter handle is Portent, P-O-R-T-E-N-T-I-N-T, so at Portent, I-N-T. Um, so you need to, to go onto Twitter, and, and, and he'll say he hates you, but, but he doesn't. Uh, yeah, he loves you. Ian, <laughs> Ian loves everybody. Yeah, and just send him a tweet going, "I hear you need some, or I hear you need the motivation to live your best life." Um, and, and just say something along those lines. Just include "live your best life" uh, somewhere in there. It is just based on a, a Facebook conversation where he's like, "I hate this." Anyway, so I've been tormenting him with that <laughs> since. Um, and so, if you get a chance, you know, fire over to Twitter and uh, and just tell Ian to to live his best life. Yeah. Um, just so you know, when you're doing this, you're truly showing the love. And that's what the world needs more of. Love. Sweet love. 
Indeed. Uh, but in real stories, we've, we've been talking a lot this show about paid search. So let's just, let's just barrel right along. And we've, I know we've yeah. only got a, got a couple minutes here. Um, over on search engine land, there's, there's some additional detail. Ginny Marvin, who has probably forgotten more about paid search than I have ever known. Right. I mean, this, she's, she's, she's been reporting on this stuff as pretty much as long as I've been doing it. Um, published, uh, just yesterday, um, just, uh, some, some data and it's, absolutely fascinating um and it's on amazon is set to bring in basically amazon's become the third big player in paid search um now this isn't going to sound really impressive and i had to kind of wrap my brain around i'm like okay here's what they're doing in 2018 now they're the 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 third biggest in in paid search right now at 4.1 percent like basically they're i I don't know i can't remember the exact search metrics right now but let's just call them the aol right (laughs) of paid search um, now, that, but I, I say that mockingly. Let's remember that this isn't Amazon's primary, um, nope. you know, sort of revenue stream. Um, they are on track to take some away from Facebook, Google. By 2020, they're predicted to be at 7.0%. Now, this doesn't sound like a lot, right? I mean, when, when, when you consider it. But what had to trigger in my brain? is who these people are. And so if I had to go, okay, let's now run these numbers again, but let's just look at market share in e-commerce because a lot of the spending budgets aren't in e-commerce, right? If I'm, and I, I mispronounce it, I'm just, I'm just going to say lung cancer lawyers, right? Like I, I can never pronounce that, the term right that's worth like $400 a click. Meso. There we go. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, 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 yeah, thank you for, for, for getting that one. You know, th- there's a lot of spend going into terms like that, into roof repair, into, you know, whatever, like you know, pizza near me, right? All of this has a lot of ad budget. It doesn't actually apply to Amazon. That's not I where. I was going to say, Amazon doesn't sell a lot of mesothelioma. No, exactly. So we have this huge chunk of budget that is being factored in to these pie charts that I'm looking at right now um, that don't relate to e-commerce. So if I, what I'd love to see, and I may actually fire off a thing to, uh, to Ginny and go, hey, do you, do you think you can get them to, to run these reports? Just go, okay, let's segment out e-commerce. Go, how important is Amazon right now to e-commerce? Because um, that would be, I, I'm going to suspect we're going to be looking for 2020, them to be closer to 15, maybe 20% um, of the e-commerce um, ad spend. Now, all of a sudden, everybody who sells stuff on their website is probably going to think, oh, okay, that's significant, especially when you look at the fact that there aren't that many practitioners for it. I know I'm, I'm, not, I'm not as familiar with Amazon. I've done a little bit there, but not like I do on, on AdWords, and, and it's cheaper, right? So this is where the upcoming, in my opinion anyway, the upcoming battleground will be um, and I have a lot of clients who've sort of maxed out their, their budgets, not in a bad way, but just like, okay, we're, we're doing the most we can. And they're like, okay, but I've got more money. And I'm like, well, you know, we're, we're diminishing returns after that, right? Like it's getting bad now. <laughs> you, you remember years ago, Dave, we were, I, I remember on this show years ago, we were begging for, for Microsoft to do well. We were begging for uh, Yahoo to do well, not because we particularly loved Microsoft or Yahoo, but because we didn't want Google to have the monopoly. Yeah, and now we actually have you know we're seeing competition develop in this marketplace. I think this is great for the, for for advertisers and consumers. 
Oh, I do too. I do too. Um, and it's a wake up call. It was, as soon as I saw these stats, it was a wake up call for me. I've got it jotted down on a piece of paper that I need to get my education in this, right? Like, it's like, okay, this is the new battleground. I've got Bing, yeah. I've got, um, you know, and then Bing does really well. Same clients are like, okay, well, I wish there was more Bing, right? Because Bing has a better CPA for this client specifically, not everybody, but for this client specifically, but we've run out there and now it's like, okay, now here's, here's another thing. And they do, they are in e-commerce at least one of their sites. Um, and so it is a, a great opportunity to go, okay, and, and any practitioners or agencies in the crowd, if you don't, if you're not familiar with Amazon paid, uh, take me, like, and I'm not as familiar as I should be, I'm about to become very familiar, and, and you should too. Yeah, one new adage uh, that I think will never, never be proven wrong is don't bet against Amazon. <laughs> like Amazon's going to succeed. <laughs> I remember when they sold used books, right? Like, yeah. Um, indeed, eh? but Amazon is going to be a massive player, and they're they're just going to continue to move into whatever sector they want to move into because they 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 have the have to do that now. Yeah. Uh, never bet against them because that's uh that that's a poor bet. Yeah. Um. And I'm I'm really glad you mentioned that that in some cases like like one of your one one of your clients is a, has a better CPA with B, with Bing than than with Google. Um, there's there's going to be certain times when advertising with Amazon is much more appropriate for certain clients than than advertising with any of the others Facebook, Bing, Google, what have you. Um, and it's just, it's just really good to note that now that now that we see a viable um, competitor that that will actually drive Buco traffic. You know? Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and a tip for, for, you know, I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago, and I know we just got a, a minute left here, but a tip for Bing that, that I've been using. Bing often gets ignored because it's not worth the time, right? And, and fair enough, because it, it's, it's not worth the time. They have a really, really handy import feature. Um, and it just launched, I think it was like a few weeks ago. Anyway, I've just started using it on, on a lot of our campaigns now. And basically, you can set it up on a schedule daily, weekly. I just do weekly. Um, where it will just import your entire Google campaign, exactly as is. Every change you've made on Google will be changed over there. Um, now, you know, your bids are going to be weird because your bids are going to be Google-esque, right? <laughs> your, your bids are going to be what you would bid on Google. Um, so your positions over on Bing are probably going to be higher because it's traditionally lower. And if you're bidding to position, whatever, three on, on ads, uh, on Google ads, you know, you're probably getting two or one over on Bing because your, your numbers are the same. Um, but I found it very convenient where, yes, I could go in and tweak a little more on Bing, but it's not worth paying me to do that versus what you're wasting, right? Like with this added spend on there. But it's a really, really handy feature. I highly recommend people to try it out um, because basically cool. it just lets you duplicate your campaign and it'll just, you just make your changes in one place and it'll just do them in, in both. And it, it probably will make it worth worth that effort now. Okay, there's that music. We've gone full circle on the clock. Um, nice article in uh, uh, Search Engine Journal on getting ready for Christmas. My only, I, I, I wish we talked about it. What the hell's matter? What the hell is wrong with that? Um, <laughs> like that, that, yeah, Santa's quite disturbed. But anyway, we, uh, and so is Lauren further down the page. Um, okay. Friends, you've been listening to Web College here on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 20th of September, getting awfully cold out there. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davis from Peace Talking Internet Marketing. Stick around webmasterradio.fm or your favorite podcast network. There's more great content coming up after the news. We'll talk to you next week. 
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any broadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.